All right, so uh, before we begin, I would just like to state for the record that today is June 24th, 2020, and my name is Ben Bauman, and I'm here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm speaking via phone with Donald Boys, who is in, is it Ringgold, Georgia? Yes, right. Okay, and we are doing an interview for the Indiana Oral History Initiative. So just to start off, uh, when and where were you born? All right. Born in uh, Wayne, West Virginia, in nineteen thirty-five. Okay. Interesting. And uh, let's see, what were your parents' names? Uh, Don and Emma. Don and Emma. Okay. And was your family originally from West Virginia? Yes. Okay. And uh, how and when did your family get to Indiana? Well, um, I moved there in uh, early 1960, maybe a big part of the picture down, but anyway, in in 60, I went there to pastor a church. Oh. years and uh, did not feel I was really making much progress and uh, uh, left the church. Uh, I've been an evangelist most of my life and I'm a Bible believing Christian and uh, I'd be very Christian to be an activist, uh, a very balanced activist. And um, I uh, then was uh, I was a member of a church on the south side of Indianapolis, and the pastor asked me to start the Christian school. Uh, this was back in the days uh, when it was ex- extremely popular, and schools were sprouting up. Uh, some of them were, of course, the segregationist academies, as they were called. Uh, ours was not, of course, and most of them were not. They were simply uh, uh, a ministry. The churches felt the need to have their own schools. And so I started the school, and that's what got me involved in a lot of... Uh, um, uh, non-church activities, uh, but yet they were related to church. And uh, in the Christian school movement, I was a, one of the officers, and so we were uh, involved with uh, some of the, what we thought were intrusions into uh, our movements and uh, didn't feel the state, uh, and frankly, that the state had enough problems with the public schools and the sure cat couldn't control uh, uh, Christian schools. And so that's what really got me involved in, in politics and probably I wouldn't be uh, uh, the writer I am and, and many of the other aspects uh, of my life were colored because of that uh, experience of the, the Christian school movement. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. All right. Um, and let's see. What were your parents' occupations? My dad's a businessman. Uh, he's a self, self-made man. He, he dropped out of school in the sixth grade uh, because of the Great Depression, and he had a number of brothers and sisters. And um, uh, he he was a he was a troubleshooter for a, a national cake company, Dolly Madison Cake. And uh, but uh, he bought a gas station, 
and uh, in in Huntington, and then another one in Wayne, and they bought the Wayne drugstore, and um, uh, was quite successful. And uh, um, uh, my mother had got involved uh, much later uh, in uh, running the restaurant associated with the drugstore. And so they uh, they were very they were uneducated uneducated people, but uh, highly uh, principled people and hard workers, and uh, and both were quite successful. Okay, great, interesting. Um, let's see. And did you have any siblings growing up? Yes, I had one brother. One brother. Okay, he was t- t- two years younger than I. And what was his name? Bill. Bill. Okay. How would you describe your childhood overall? My childhood was very normal. I'm amazed. I have dear friends who, who parents, you know, had all kinds of problems. And <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> um, my family was in no way even religious, let alone uh, a Bible believing Christian family. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't anti-religious. It just as if it wasn't an option. Right. Uh, I'm amazed that I grew up so uh, normal. Uh, I was highly disciplined. My, I had great respect for my mother and, pa- and father, and, uh, and I was expected to obey, and I did obey. And when I did uh, did not obey, I paid the price. Uh, uh, old-fashioned whipping, and uh, I think that's uh, a sign of love, not hate. And uh, uh, so I, I had a very. It was very difficult uh, during the. Um, uh, oh, short after the Depression, 35, uh, and uh, started the First World War, uh, the Second World War. Uh, my dad was not involved because of his uh, family and all. And um, but all of his brothers were. He had I think, six brothers. They were all involved in the Second World War. But uh, but we had a difficult time uh, uh, until about uh, uh, I was in the probably the uh, sixth or seventh grade things. We got indoor plumbing and dad got a better job to got a used car. And, and then he uh, later on bought the uh, first gas station. And so, um, uh, but it, it was a normal, very, very happy childhood, by the way. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, and what was it like growing up during World War II? Well, I, I, uh, we, 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 of course, we noticed the problem. We, uh, uh, families in, in, in our city that had lost uh, loved ones. And I still remember the Gold Star, uh, uh, Gold Star uh, of whatever decal, whatever hanging from in the windows uh, of a son or father who died. Right. And uh, we, and we didn't know much about what was going on, what it was all about. But we knew that uh, that that person had pay the ultimate price, and, and we, we, we walk softly by those houses. And um, uh, it, we, at those days, we had a shortage of, of many things, and you, you couldn't even, even, uh, even if you, if you got uh, the uh, uh, ration, uh, it, it didn't mean that the sugar was available or the shoes or whatever, because uh, the, the war was going on. And uh, um, it was a difficult time. I, I often went to school uh, with the holes in the bottom of my shoes, and I, my kids left me talking about this now. 
like this, and, and uh, but uh, I have to replace the cardboard by my shoe. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, my clothes were always clean, but they were often they were almost always hand me down patches. And, and you know, I, I laugh today. I, I see people who who pay enormous prices for some of these blue jeans. And uh, when I was growing up, we did we we were. I don't know if we were ashamed or not, but we, we, it was obvious that uh, we were uh, the lower class uh, because of the fact that we didn't have, always have uh, new clothes or uh, non-patched, right. faded clothes. And I think today, you know, they'd be worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've, I've still never understood, nobody's ever explained to me why people would prefer to have Interesting, and like, who were the most inf- influential people in your life growing up as a kid? Understanding, if any, did you have about your family's political beliefs at the time growing up? <laughs> My family, of course, remembers West Virginia. Right. And I don't know if you've heard the term or not, but uh, my family, my whole family, we yellow dog Democrats. Mm, okay. 
And you, you've heard that term? No, no. <laughs> well, yellow, term, yellow dog Democrat is a, a Democrat who would, who would vote for a, a yellow dog before he vote for Republican. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a hard shell Democrat. And, of course, remember there was a coal, a coal country, coal mines in the general area, and often strikes and shootings and all kinds of problems. And the Democrats had control of the state. And years later, when I decided to run for the House of Representatives, I called my dad. Now, this would have been in... 75 or so, 76, I called Dad. I said, Dad, uh, I think it's going all right. Yes, yes, but I can go to find something. And uh, we talked a little about the family and about business. And I said, Dad, I got something to tell you. I've decided I'm going to run for office. I'm not going to stop preaching. Or, or I'm not going to stop running. I was running a Christian school at the time in Annapolis. I said, uh, I... Uh, I, uh, I'm, going, I'm going to run for the House of Representatives. Wow. And Dad said, well, son, I guess that's all right. We can, our family can, uh, can absorb a, a politician, I think. We absorb a preacher. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I know, Dad, but uh, you don't understand. I haven't told you all of it. I said, I'm going to run as a Republican. Mm. And I thought I heard a sob on the other end of the line. But, uh, it wasn't, <laughs> and he said, well, well, well. Uh, that may be all right. And in fact, it's interesting that my dad ended up voting for Reagan for some who ever voted for a Republican. Interesting. But uh, uh, it was, uh, uh, he, he slowly changed, and of course, of course, the whole state uh, changed quite a bit. Right. Uh, but uh, um, he, he impacted my life. He yeah. Did still, he still is. I call him. I, I, I call him the, I write sometimes, I mentioned you in my column, it, it, my dad would come out, he said the, the world's crazy is a bed bug, and I called my dad the the, uh, the, the, the philosopher, the sixth grade education, Yeah. and uh, so uh, he, he, he still influences my life. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting, wow. Um, let's see, what schools did you attend growing up? I attended the this uh, uh, public schools in in uh, Wayne, West Virginia. Wayne's oh. a small town about eighteen miles from Huntington. Okay. And uh, Huntington was the largest city at the time, about a hundred thousand people. And uh, so I went to Wayne uh, uh, Wayne Grade School, elementary school. Okay. And uh, how would you describe your educational experiences there? Uh, uh, good. Um, I was uh, I was a typical uh, kid. I uh, I didn't especially like school, but uh, I was able to get by with uh, not doing a lot of studying. Right. Uh, but um, I um, I got along all right, and uh, and I became a Christian at fifteen, and that's when it really impacted my life. I realized mm-hmm. that. I, 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 as a Christian, I ought to do my best at everything. Right. So I became a better student at that time. And uh, I just wish that happened a few years earlier. But uh, I got a pretty good education at, in, in, in Wayne at, up through the eighth grade. Um, it, it, uh, I think if anything was a deficiency in math, 
uh, and it may be though that may be my fault because I don't go especially like math and I find it difficult. So uh, that's probably my fault, not the fault of the public school system. Mm-hmm. Okay. And did you have any favorite subjects in school? Well, at that time, my favorite subject in school was girls. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and, and but that didn't change after I became a Christian. I, that yeah. didn't change my, my relationship and my actions and things like that. Right. But uh, I, uh, I would say probably my favorite would be uh, history. Okay. And uh, I didn't especially like the memorizing all the dates and all, but... Uh, right. Uh, I find it, uh, I still do find, in fact, I, I, I find it, uh, I often read, I've, I've been reading for the last uh, seven, eight months, um, uh, the uh, French, leading up to the French Revolution in, in the oh. 1600s. Yeah. And uh, so I, I find just a great joy, far, far, far more interesting than television. Yeah. Uh, is just sitting, sit down reading French history or English history or Roman, especially Roman history. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, uh, the educational system in West Virginia has been knocked for a long time. And, but uh, frankly, I think it, in most states it's, it's been deficient and it's getting worse and being dumbed down over the years. Mm-hmm. Did you have any extracurricular activities you were involved with? Well, at that time, not much. Yeah. Uh, I played football and uh, okay. uh, was successful. I, I, I got hurt, and that's, I uh, have, have to pay for that even today. I have a slight limp when I get tired. Yeah. I had a couple of surgeries when I was a teenager. But, wow. Uh, but I was, I, I uh, I played on the uh, school football team, and uh, I had to stop before once I got hurt. Yeah. So you mentioned that you became a Christian at age 15. How exactly uh, did that come about? Well, it's very interesting. I moved to Huntington. We moved to Huntington, uh, and I was in the uh, in the 10th grade. We just moved there in the summer. And uh, met a, a friend just around the corner from it after I moved there, uh, almost immediately when, I, when we moved. And his name was Don also. Okay. And he had a brother, Billy. And I had a, so here is Don and Bill and Don and Bill just around the corner from each other. And so I got to know Don real well. And uh, he, uh, uh, we were chatting one day outside his gate. And uh, he said, Don, uh, and we remember we only know each other a few days now. Yeah. And he said, I, I want you to go to church with me Sunday. And I said, uh, thanks, Don, I just I don't do church. And he said, we've, we've got a great church. And I said, well, no. He said, yeah, he said, it's a large church. And he says, we have a, a pastor that's a great preacher. I said, Don, I just don't go to church. And I did. And never one time did my family ever uh, get us ready and go to church, never once. Yeah. And again, it's not that there's anything wrong. They didn't. They never were critical of church. It's just it, it wasn't an option. Yeah. And so I, uh, uh, he said, well, family, and we have a large youth group. And, and I said, Don, I'm just. And he said, some of the prettiest girls in town. I said, what? Tell me, what's that, Don? Tell me more. Yeah. And uh, I got interested because of girls. Yeah. And, uh, and so he told me about a gal that was going to be a cheerleader. 
at the high school where I was going. And, and the more he talked, the more interested I got. And uh, I went to church the next Sunday morning with him. Yeah. And I, I was, uh, it, it's, a, it's a shame, but uh, in the Sunday school class, I remember I had no, I, I had no training. Right. But I, I, in that Sunday school class, I was telling dirty stories. Okay. And I, I had, I, I knew better than that, that's for sure. Uh, and it's a good thing my parents didn't know about it. But anyway, uh, uh, after the Sunday school class, I went to the morning service. And here, I, I liked the music, and it was a good size crowd. And it impressed me. But uh, the pastor preached uh, the fact that Christ died for everybody, that everybody needs to be saved, and uh, God loves everybody, and Christ showed that love when he died, and he rose again. And uh, I've never heard that. Yeah. Because I hadn't been in church. Right. And of course, I was aware of Christ's death and all that, but uh, not systematically and why and all that. And uh, when the invitation was given, I, I stepped out, and uh, trusted Christ as Savior, simply placing faith in Him, and it totally changed my life that day. I mean, yeah. it was absolutely astounding. And I don't mean it didn't make me perfect, that's for sure. Right. But uh, everything changed. I mean, I was uh, I had a bad habit of cursing, again, not around my parents, but uh, that stopped, and telling the dirty stories stopped, and attitude toward girls, uh, while I still... I've been changed, but I haven't been changed that much. I was still interested in the girls. Right. But again, my way I treated them changed. And um, uh, that was the most important day of my life. Uh, wow. And, uh, and it, it still impacts to, to this very day. And uh, in fact, that's, that, that's the reason why I think a Christian needs to get up every day just to be get up because today you're to live for Christ and you're to tell people about him. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not these people who carry a 12-pound Bible around all the time right. and slap people in the head with it. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't believe in that. Yeah. But I believe that Christians are limited, and it impacts every area of their lives. Right. Every area, and um, uh, and that's why I guess even in, in politics, uh, I don't try to separate them at all. Yeah. And uh, I believe in, in truth, and uh, whether it's a Democrat or Republican, I, I left the Republican Party many years ago because I felt they left me, so I became independent years ago. Mm, okay. um, and so I, I'm, I'm really a, a conservative, period. Right. But uh, Democrat put up a good conservative, uh, straight on the economy and uh, on some social issues and, and spending and all. I, I'll vote for Democrat. No, I don't really get in the Democratic Party that qualifies. There's not many Republicans either. Right. Uh, but uh, so... Uh, but that that boring experience uh, it changed everything in my life, and, and and feeling the repercussions every day every day in my life. Yeah, that's really interesting. And and what was uh, your parents' reaction when you sort of told them about you know starting to go to church and become a Christian? Well, it's interesting. Also, my mother uh, was rather uh, my mom was a great lady anyway, and. You know, as I've said, she trusted Christ uh, uh, a couple of years after my salvation experience. I, I started preaching on the street corners and oh, okay. churches around. Yeah. And uh, and so I, I preached at my home church. First time I ever preached at church, this was about two years after my conversion. And um, my mother and five of my friends from high school uh, got saved that day, made professions of faith. 
Wow. And uh, so my, my mother, uh, of course, because she was already a decent lady and I thought it didn't have much of a change. Now, when my dad got saved years and years later, I mean, uh, everybody in the county knew about, about that. Wow. Everybody was talking about it because he was so well-known and, and well-liked. But uh, um, uh, mother, uh, as I said, she, she trusted Christ in her her like change, but uh, not in the same proportion as, as mine or my, my dad's. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, dad was not thrilled. Okay. Uh, he, he uh, in fact, I remember one day we were driving, I, I still remember where we were, in fact, between Huntington and Wayne, and my brother and I were in the back seat, and I was a senior in high school, and uh, uh he, we started talking about college, and he said, by now things were going great. You know, he had a gas station in the better part of town, and main you know, location and all. And he told me, he said, well, he said, Don, I'll, I'll send you to any college university. You go, I'll pay, pay you way, way through. And wow, here I was in the back seat. And I said, wow, that's incredible. He said, unless you study for the ministry. Hmm. He said, if you study for the ministry, I'm not sending you anything. And he kept his word. Uh, he didn't send me anything. I had to work like a dog kid to put myself through school. Wow. And, uh, but, you know, he, he changed it. As I said, later on, and of course, he warmed up and he trusted Christ himself. But uh, he he thought all preachers were for the money. Hmm. He thought the, the, the mentality in West Virginia at the time was that, uh, uh, is that preachers should work in the mines uh, 10 hours a day and and then you know preach on the weekend yeah and it should not be should not be paid that there's something wrong with a preacher being paid and uh, so he thought all preachers were in it for the money and uh, he changed uh, he changed I, you, I I was in college uh, in Tennessee uh, Tennessee Temple University and uh, I went home I was married at the time and I went home uh, in the summer, and I preached a meeting, a tent meeting, in Wayne, my hometown of Wayne, small town, and on the on the playground of the grade school where I went almost mm. for eight years. Wow! And, and that, that, this this is quite quite interesting. And uh, of course, people came. Uh, this little Don, uh, Don and Emma's boy. Yeah. Who's been away for for a long time. But uh, uh, I preached for two weeks every night, and uh, uh, when we closed the meeting, the tent meeting, and took everything, all the furniture back and the tent back, <clears throat> and paid the power bill and all that, uh, I had $12 mm. left over. So I was paid $6 a, a week yeah. for two weeks. And that's what my dad started having some doubts. Well, maybe all preachers uh, just for the money or for the easy life. Uh, but uh, uh, he, he, my dad, very, very uh, um, slowly changed his mind even before his conversion. Uh, he he changed his mind toward uh, toward preaching in the ministry yeah. and the Christians in general. Wow. Yeah, that's fascinating. That's interesting, man. Um, changing course a bit, I guess. Uh, while you were in college, did, were you involved in any other activities, or was it just focusing on your studies? No, 
Chattanooga was this for you know, a master's degree or a uh, bachelor's yeah a bachelor's okay. and, uh, okay. and I, went, I went on later and of course and got my master's and also then of course much much later like many people I went you know I got my PhD okay but, and where did you get your uh, master's and PhD from pardon me uh, at, um, uh, at at Emmanuel College and Seminary in Atlanta okay and they moved and uh and then uh, uh, school was started, oh, probably 1950, 50, 55, yeah. in Indianapolis. And uh, it was uh, Indiana Bible College. Okay. And it was basically to train ministers of the gospel. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting, when I went there to pastor in about 1960, I taught there. Oh. Uh, you know, the part-time teachers. Wow. Here I was really young myself. I, I, I was teaching others, um, but that school would actually progress over the years, and uh, it uh, became uh, Heritage Baptist University. It was down in Greenwood. Okay. And um, uh, and it's now uh, they purchased land down in uh, in Franklin and have uh, campus noise. But anyway, over the years, that's taken many years for them to make that progress there. Yeah. And so was it Baptist as well when you were there teaching? Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, now, before you ended up in Indiana, did you have any sort of sense about what Indiana was like or any views about Indiana? No, I didn't know anything. I had been here a couple times. Yeah. I had preached at the uh, Indianapolis 500 mile race. Uh, I don't think they still do, but the night before, it was all night all kinds of things going on and tents up and, and uh, a lot of boozing and a lot of things going on. Anyway, that was common uh, the night before the 500 mile race. Yeah, yeah. And we'd, have, we'd put up a tent and, and uh, some of us college students and uh, and uh, at every have a, served every 20 minute church, real quick song, couple songs and uh, maybe an 8 minute or 10 minute message and we, we did, that all, did that all night long. And that was my my uh, knowledge about Indianapolis. Okay. <laughs> uh, now, 
looking back at your college experiences, um, how do you view, view your experiences? What were they like? What did they mean to you? Well, uh, they were they impacted my life, of course. Yeah, uh, greatly. Uh, the main thing I learned was uh, how stupid I was, how much I didn't know, mm. uh, and uh, and I, I developed an interest in uh, in knowing. Uh, I, 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 I somehow somebody convinced me that I, I was the dumbest box of rocks, and uh, I had a lot to learn. I, because I had a high school diploma, didn't mean that much. Yeah. But uh, I, I, in my exposure uh, in Chicago, the theological school, uh, I had some of the most uh, famous uh, key, uh, professors uh, in the world. Yeah. And uh, and they taught me. Uh, um, they taught me uh, how to find what I needed. They taught me how to study. Right. And taught me how to research. And uh, that has has been good for me all my life, of sure. course. And, and the person who thinks because he he uh, he has his doctorate or bachelor or whatever, and he he settled it, well, it, it, it he's, he's a stupid person, he's a pathetic person, uh, because we we keep learning every day of our lives, sure, literally, yeah. And uh, uh, and I, I find that. Uh, I find it, uh, this is, helps make life even um, more exciting. I can't imagine people find life dull. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine it. Right. And, uh, and I, I, uh, I uh, just like this, this, this reading I've been doing, and it's, it's uh, 1,600 books, it's 300 years old, the books I've been reading. Wow. And it's in old English, and that, you know, that's difficult to read the old English uh, with the S's and F's and all. Yeah. And, and, but um, uh, I found it extremely interesting, and, and so many things I don't know. And, and, uh, and I, I'm, I'm running out of time, to, so I don't know how much, I've got to, I've got to keep learning, and, and, and I found every day is exciting. Uh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. And when I research a column that I'm going to write, uh, uh, it's and I'm what I'm doing. I'm I'm reading about the French Revolution and all uh, the parallels between where we are right now today with, with all the protests and the mm-hmm. and the, 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 not just the protests but the the uh, dis- destruction, the fires and the mm-hmm. shooting, etc., and mistreating people and all that. Um, it, it's Quite parallel with uh, the the uh, not just a few years, but probably scores of years leading up to the French Revolution, and there's a, there's a great comparison. And I'm, and I'm making that that comparison for my column that I'll be writing. Interesting. And uh, so, any, my point is that that uh, it's exciting every day. Uh, uh, as I said, I find it amazing that people uh, find life so dull. Uh, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's, sure. It's it's about. It's, Life is exciting, and uh, and and I, and I also there's a there's a, t- a twist to this or a point to this. I, I know that I'm going to give an account one day as mm-hmm. to uh, what I've done and why I've done it. The motives are important, and right. uh, uh, that 
need to, I, I want to be sure that, I, that I'm right on, I'm treating people right. And, and, and consistent, I want consistency in my life. Yeah. And uh, I, I detest whether it's Republican or Democrat, and, and they, they uh, if, it, if it's something... If it's something for them, but they'll be inconsistent when it comes to the other party. I see this constantly in the in the with Trump and and, and Biden. Mm-hmm. And if it, it was wrong for Biden to do it, it's wrong for Trump to do it. Right. Or if it's for Obama or whomever. But I found that, that, that dishonest people, Republicans or Democrats, I found that they have a tendency. Uh, if if it, if it's if, if it's their if their ox is not being gored, it's not a problem. And, and uh, but if we're horrified at what some at what the Republicans did, we ought to be horrified at what the Democrats did. Right. And uh, and I find that's 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 basically dishonesty. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I demand consistency, um, fairness, and uh, and we have some honesty. You know, it used to be uh, it was said you you people you conservative you Christians won't won't, won't debate you can't can't discuss. Hey, we're not the ones. It's amazing to me. I, I, I say something about Black Lives Matter, and some people get, 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 get they want about three heads. Mm. The fact is, the Black Lives Matter, every life ought to matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the fact is, Black Lives Matter was started by Marxists. There's no question about it. They admitted it. And but but because you, and just because you t- say that doesn't mean that you. You dismiss some of the uh, uh, racist cops. No, you can tell the truth. You say, "Well, Black Lives Matter was started by two Marxists. We know that they admitted that, and it's a fact." But it seems like there's a general uh, attitude out there. Well, okay, we know that, and we know that Antifa, uh, Antifa are, are also an extremist group. But let's don't talk about it because that it's not the flow now. The flow is. Uh, blacks can't do any harm, and whites can't do anything right. Uh, I, I find it amazing that we're making heroes out of people who are at least were thugs, and there's no question about it. Uh, uh, I, 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 I'm a strong believer in that in the accountability, and whether it's a black cop or a white cop, I mean, if he's wrong, nail him to the wall, and I insist on that fact. And um, uh, but uh, uh, just because uh, just because uh, it's popular today, I'm not going to go along. We'll call it a seat. And uh, the fact is that these people who have been uh, involved in and, and some, many have been some have been killed. Uh, and, and sometime, by the way, maybe it was a, a, a quick call on the part of the cop. Maybe he was wrong. However, without exception. The, the people that are being paid as black heroes today uh, were resisting police. It, it seems the young people, young, white and black, but especially black, simply haven't learned. It's not very smart to resist a man holding a gun and a man that has the authority, the official authority. Uh, and so there's been some wrong on both sides on this. And, uh, and I demand consistency and fairness, but, but we aren't able to talk about some of these things. But I find that, that most liberals don't want to talk about, they don't want to sit down and really discuss abortion. They don't want to sit down and discuss black crime and black families and problems therein. They don't want to talk about, uh, really talk and discuss about re- reparations. 
They don't want to talk about uh, uh, LGBT and, and their agenda and, and some of their bullying activities. They don't want to talk about that. They, it's as if it's a, it's a done deal and we don't want to talk about it. I thought that's, a, that's shocking. And I, if I were a liberal, I'd be, I'd be ashamed of that. I really would. And this is associate myself from it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, an interesting time politically. I mean, um, and I, I suppose I guess that that all adds up to to why you're an independent because you you know feel it's hard to uh, follow one political party too much because of there seems to be you know, just so much toxicity in American politics today. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, <coughs> and we're. Uh, we're seeing, I think, uh, and, and but see, after a while, things get get a little old, and uh, and well, we're seeing it now. Uh, we've seen it on, on this matter of the sexuality. Uh, I think sometimes they've gone too far, but uh, uh, where it's amazing that the Hollywood people have condoned the, 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 what they call the the uh, the couch uh, and, and uh, how they get to get a position in a movie or a TV or whatever by uh, sexual favors and um, but but in, in recent years that, that that's looked down upon and it ought to be and any man who takes advantage of a woman go far he's a scumbag in my opinion mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but also I find it, it, it incredible. But anybody would defend and say that, well, the woman's always right. That's one of the most incredibly stupid things anybody's ever said. And what if I'm the one that's accused? And I know I'm as innocent as the driven snow, and I'm accused of doing something 20 years ago? I know, no, that's what about the matter of, uh, of uh, innocent before, uh, without proof, and uh, being able to face your accuser and all this. And so uh, well, there's no question that just men are scumbags and, 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 and rape, rape, whatever, they ought to be held accountable. But just because a woman makes an accusation. So I'm saying we're seeing some changes and some other women, but people are getting weary. And I, I think I see some of it even now with, with all, all the protests. And, and protesting is, is, is very, very American. There's nothing wrong with it. I've protested, and, and I, I, I have a right to protest, but not to destroy and I, I, I strongly believe in private property. And so, of course, no real conservative or, or no sane person would, would really uh, try to destroy somebody else's either public property or, or private property. But I'm, I'm sensing maybe that some people are even in the last week or so, hey, this is going far enough. I mean, uh, toppling all the st- statues and, and, and only erasing our history, it's, it's a part of history. And it uh, doesn't mean you have to agree. Uh, but, but uh, it's, it's part of our history. So maybe uh, we're sensing a change, we're seeing a change, uh, and, and, and politically, and, and maybe maybe we're going to see an ascendancy of, of, of independent thinking and independent party. Uh, and maybe the Republicans or Democrats will not uh, have maybe uh, the unfair advantage that almost always uh, a chance of victory mm-hmm. uh, because more and more people are thinking for themselves and that's, that's been a good sign I've seen over the last maybe 20 years or so 
and younger people, uh, sometimes they, have, they don't make the right decision, but, but uh, and too often they're easily led. But uh, so maybe maybe there's some good indications uh, in our future. Hopefully, uh, it, it doesn't look like it as you, as you read the, the newspapers today, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it could be. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, let's see. Rewinding a bit, uh, you mentioned that you went to Chicago uh, to stay. How long did you study in Chicago? I was there a couple of years, two years. Okay. And uh, I uh, really is, is probably the, the school, uh, at least in those days it was. Uh, there are many now, but uh, this was the oldest one and the most prestigious. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had some of the best professors and... and uh, it, 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 uh, it helped ground me, yeah. give me a foundation, and, uh, and again, set some parameters in my life, and uh, it helped uh, maybe uh, uh, give me some balance that Christians are not to be uh, milk toast, dammy uh, pammy, uh, doormats, Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we're being balanced, and the, the, the people, everyday people who live for Christ and who do a good job and, and are interested in truth, and, and you get along with people, or try to, and then when there's an issue arises, whatever it is, they take a stand. Whether right. it's uh, alcohol by the drink, or whether it's uh, gambling, or whether it's prostitution, or whatever, uh, and, and you know it's a legal thing, and they're moving, and all the Christians ought to get involved, and let the position be known advocate for their cause, and then whatever happens uh, legally, the votes, and so be it. But uh, too many Christians have been uh, weak and uninformed or feeling that there's even something wrong by being articulate and militant uh, in the issues that you face every day. Interesting. Okay. Um, and so you were there for two years, then you then you transferred to Chattanooga, or? Yes. Okay. Yes, well, I got married, and in those ah. days, always, you, you, had, to, you had to transfer. Hmm. Uh, they, they, you had to take a year off once you got married. Oh, okay. And that, that was, most people don't know that, but that, that was one of the rules that all the theological schools had, because it was, they, they just felt marriage was so important. Got it. And uh, so, uh, I didn't want to lose a year. Uh, I was anxious to get, get into it full time. So uh, and I wanted the university. Anyway, I, had, I got the training. I had I already had two years training. Uh, my uh, uh, correspondence, and uh, so I had those two years. So anyway, I, that's why I went to get the university training, get the history and psychology, and and uh, the other subjects that I needed, wanted. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so. When exactly, as an adult, did your awareness of politics become stronger where you wanted to get involved in politics? Well, it would be when I was in Indianapolis. Uh, I was administrator of the Baptist Academy. It was a large Christian school I started. And um, uh, I was an officer in the Indiana Association of Christian Schools. And that's uh, the state uh, uh, part of the, the national organization. And uh, and, th- and we were having some problems from the state. I don't remember what the word we're now. It doesn't matter. But um, a pastor in town uh, challenged me. He said, 
Don, we, we need to have somebody in the Indian legislature know what's going on. I feel there were some people there that if we could get to them in time, we could, uh, we could uh, educate them as to the problems with whatever bill was coming up that might impact our churches or schools or daycares, whatever. Right. And uh, but, but too often uh, the issue was on top of us and well on the way before we even knew about it. So my friend challenged me to run for office. And I, I never thought of such a thing. And uh, I, I had been very outspoken on all the issues. I, I had a... a I had a, a TV show back in those days. Uh, I don't know what it's called now, but it was I think it was URD uh, TV Channel 40. And so I had a show on uh, uh, every Saturday night, and then I did a newscast also, uh, religious news. So uh, I was I was very informed and very uh, outspoken on the issue, but I just had never had any desire or any, any thought about the possibility of running for office until my friend challenged me. Uh, as just simply having a need to have somebody uh, do what's going on, and also not having to keep me informed. Uh, uh, as he said to me, you, you, you know what the issues are, and we don't have to, to uh, wire you up uh, to, to watch out for us. So uh, I went down and signed my name at the Secretary of State's office, and uh, I lived in Greenwood at the time. The name was called District 53. Anyway, covered Johnson, Johnson County and uh, part of Morgan County. And uh, I was running against a man that uh, was a good man, but he just wasn't uh, uh, informed about uh, threats to the Christian school and the church movement. Mm, okay. uh, and uh, uh, I, I won the primary. Uh, by uh, I think 87 votes, they call me landslide boys in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And then, of course, the general election, I won by a uh, large majority because uh, that district is, uh, is very, very conservative, very Republican. But um, yeah, it was quite an experience. Um, I, uh, I, I don't feel I got a lot done, but I, I was able to kill a lot of bills that were having a negative impact on our churches and especially on our Christian schools and that's the reason I went there anyway okay interesting now uh, talk about your family life uh, what was the name of your wife my wife's name is Mary Ann Mary Ann okay and uh, she worked for heirs for many years <laughs> and uh Okay. Like I've gone back many times and 
I've preached at numerous funerals of people that, that I've known over the last 30 years there. Interesting. Uh, do you have any children? Yes, I have four. I have a son, and uh, Michael's the eldest, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, been a very successful pastor. Oh, okay. Large church in Houston. Wow. And he has his, his earned doctorate. And um, um, and then he has two boys, and they're both in the ministry. Wow. And his eldest also has his current doctorate. Man, okay. Uh, and uh, so that's that's three generations. In fact, uh, his, his, his son uh, is uh, probably 13 or so, 14, and I'm hoping only long enough to see uh, four generations of, with earned doctorates. Uh, wow, okay. Uh, that would be impressive, um, yeah. But uh, and then his other son is a, is a uh, associate pastor in California, mm-hmm. and this first one uh, is pastor in New Jersey. And now my son uh, recently took a church in, uh, in uh, Santa Barbara, California. Okay. And Mike's, Mike's probably 64, 65, and uh, he's extremely articulate, and, and he's in fact done an incredible job uh, in the churches, built large churches at home. I'm very proud of him. And uh, they have three daughters. They're all in the Christian school work, uh, Christian school teachers. And uh, uh, I, I guess... I've got 13, 14 grandchildren. Wow. And 13 great-grandchildren. And and many of them are in uh, the ministry or working toward that. Yeah. Uh, granddaughter, who's a uh, student at Pensacola Christian in, uh, in Florida. And uh, uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm very, I, I, I can go on and on about my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Yeah. They, uh, they, not one is has embarrassed me or shame. <laughs> They're all highly productive. That's good. All made good grades and uh, uh, never been kicked out of school and so forth. So uh, uh, the Bible teaches you to train up a child the way he should go when he's old he won't depart from it. And uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm so pleased that my family has uh, not digressed from the scriptural position that I believe is accurate and true uh, and they have not uh, my, my parents would be thrilled if they could still be alive and see uh, what happened to the children great 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 grandchildren yeah uh, so I'm, I'm I'm a very fortunate person very fortunate yeah sounds like it um now, how did your family impact your career, or if at all? Well, um, my wife was very was very uh, helpful. Mm-hmm. She worked, of course. You know, preachers don't get paid much, and the small church in, in Wayne. I, I, I pastored there for a couple years, also in my hometown, and uh, and, uh, and she worked at a telephone company. And uh, she made it possible for me to be full-time at, at, at the church. And then I came to Indianapolis, and she worked at Ayers, and again, made it possible. I, I, I was only paid $85 a week, 
mm-hmm. uh, the church in Wayne, but it came to Indianapolis. In 1960, I was paid uh, $85. And very quickly, I found out you, you can't live the same way in Indianapolis that you did in a small town in West Virginia. And so they raised my pay to $100 a week uh, in, in Indianapolis. But uh, my wife uh, made it all possible for my education. And then, of course, with my first years in the ministry. And uh, uh, she, uh, we, we we started a publishing company, and my wife ran it while I traveled, promoting it, and uh, she was a big help. She died in 1978, uh, oh, okay. and uh, we were married 33 years, and, uh, but she was extremely, she was a great lady. Yeah. Wow. Um, Let's see, when you first got involved in politics in Indiana, what were the key issues or legislation that you wanted to champion or fight against? Well, my, my main motive was the fact that, uh, that we didn't want any involvement, any, any intrusion into our schools by the state. Okay. And, and I, I, I made many speeches and testified at various committee meetings uh, and they said in the House on that, uh, uh, again, the fact that constitutionally, uh, we believe the state has no authority, and, uh, and just practically, as I said, they, they have enough problems with uh, uh, incumbent teachers and undisciplined students and drugs in the schools and, and all kinds of problems. Uh, and, and our Christian schools were paying off. They had relatively good discipline, and uh, our kids were learning to read in kindergarten and sometime we're two and three years ahead of the of the, uh, uh, the grade level they're on. So uh, we thought, well, even, but even without the good success, and this has been true, by the way, nationally, mm-hmm. not all the states have been proved, but um, uh, it, it constitutionally, uh, the, the state has no, no authority to, to run the Christian schools right. and interfere. So uh, that was the main thing. Uh, but uh, I, I felt strongly about uh, abortion. Mm-hmm. I felt strongly about the IRA. I was the main spokesman for the IRA in the state against the Equal Rights Amendment uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and, uh, uh, and of course, uh, I'm a strong believer in uh, family and uh, not sodomy, not uh, homosexuality. And the state had just uh, 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 removed penalty from make sodomy illegal uh, about I think the year before I was elected and uh, so I I introduced a bill to uh, make sodomy just simply the same wording we had in Indiana for 100 years uh, that uh, there, there were problems in the south side of Indianapolis where homosexuals would cruise the, the, the park especially Garfield Park and, uh, and basically take over and that's literally uh, true and uh, and uh, so uh, that, we, we wanted to get this, this, not put a, uh, a camera, of course, in every bedroom, as the homosexuals accuse us of wanting to do, but uh, giving the authorities uh, the, the, the legal mechanism they, they need, needed to, to uh, clean up the parks and, and not have sex in the restrooms and all that business. And... Uh, this this was common. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the churches, a pastor friend of mine, 
uh, Indianapolis, uh, it was right near Garfield Park. And at night, they simply took over. So I, I went, okay, that, that, that's not right. Either. In fact, some homosexuals see that the, 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 that's not wise at all uh, to the cruising and sex in the restrooms and all that business. Um, so uh, I introduced that bill, and it, it caused quite a stir. And, of course, it failed. And mainly failed because uh, uh, some of our Republican friends uh, would not support it. But uh, uh, most of the legislation was very, very controversial. Uh, I introduced a bill to make it, uh, uh, make the, the public school, if they're going to teach evolution, they have to also teach scientific creationism mm-hmm. uh, on an equal basis. Well, hey, we say we believe that in the fair exchange of ideas and uh, we should be concerned about, about uh, exchanging those ideas. Let's, let's teach both. And there are great scholars on both sides, and uh, and that was that was very controversial. In fact, interesting, the governor stopped me uh, down. Uh, we passed each other in the, the Capitol uh, outside his office, and he said, hey, "Representative Boys, he said, would you please uh, have your people to stop writing me letters about this your creation bill?" He said, "I'm going to sign it if they." If the, if the, uh, House and Senate passed it. I'm going to sign it. He said, "I've got to answer all those. I have to answer all those people." I said, "I, I had, I had 32,000 signatures." Oh my gosh! And uh, so anyway, uh, uh, again, that that uh, it passed overwhelmingly in the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. and and then went over to the Senate, and uh, it wasn't even a, a, the Democrats controlled the Senate at the time, and they didn't even sign it to a committee, which is unheard of, almost. Uh, especially if, if a bill passes so easily in one house to not even to assign a committee, that's uh, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they ain't going place. But uh, uh, most of the good that I did, I, felt, I think, was, was just simply standing for and defeating many, many uh, things that came before the house before they ever got uh, well known. Uh, I, I said, but they did. The, the, the members of the committee knew that I wouldn't back off. And that if they wanted to battle with the, with the Christian school movement and the, and the churches, then okay, they would have it. And uh, so many things uh, didn't even go any place because uh, you know I opposed it and made a motion to table it. And uh, that so I, I didn't have a lot of success. I wasn't there to pass bills. I was there to 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 get bills defeated and they encroached on our freedoms. Mm, okay, interesting. And. So you mentioned the creation bill. I saw on the uh, on some of the records from your time in the General Assembly that you had sponsored uh, one the first year, I think, in '77, and then another in '78. And it looked like there was a slight change to the bill. Do you remember anything about that? Well, it's just been two years. I don't. I yeah. don't remember the, the two. Uh, uh, I can't imagine why. Yeah. I can't speak to that at all. Yeah, it looked like the the first one was just talking about uh, you know adding creationism to curriculum, and then the second one was about uh, I guess like teaching creation from the scientific perspective. And so, the, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what that meant because I don't have lots of specific information, yeah. but. No, I'm sorry, I can't help you there. Yeah. <laughs> it's been too many years. No worries, no worries. Well, you already <laughs> talked about it 
uh, sort of generally speaking anyway, but I was just curious if you knew more about it. Um, okay, let's see. Um, now, when you were first involved in politics, did you have any national political heroes at the time or state or local? Uh, I would say yes. Uh, uh, of course, I, I like the water. He was... Uh, Mm-hmm. And I believe, I believe, if I'm right, of course, remember that that was a, a massive defeat for Republicans. Right. And if I remember rightly, my district, and, and Johnson Morgan, I believe, was the only county that went for Coldwater. Mm. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a little bit of trivia, but uh, I, I think that's true. Um but Goldwater, uh, 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 some of the other, uh, uh, of course, some of the, the writers, the, the uh, political writers of Washington were uh, high on my list. Mm-hmm. I, uh, um, as far as the, I guess, uh, my, well, my top hero, and I don't remember the date, by the way, all this, but it was uh, McDonald uh, uh, in Georgia, a member of Congress. He was a Democrat, but he was uh, one, of the, one of the straightest guys and sharpest guys, more honest than I uh, knew in politics. And uh, and he uh, he was a Democrat from uh, from Atlanta area. And remember, he was the one. Uh, he was on the Korean flight that. Uh, Shot down by the Russians. Mm, okay. Uh, and uh, I called zero, zero, zero 007, I believe, flight, and uh, over 100 people were killed. He was one of them. Wow. Anyway, uh, he, he was, a, he was a, uh, a Democrat that I could vote for with enthusiasm, and not just vote for, I could work for. Okay. Uh, but I haven't seen, I haven't seen one like that uh, since he died. Yeah. But, um, uh, I, I didn't know a lot of great, a great deal about Indiana politics. I, I was far more involved in uh, in uh, in the national realm, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I, I can't think of uh, some of the uh, others other than Coldwater uh, and and McDonald. Okay. Uh, but there were some good people. There, there were some good Democrats, by the way. Uh, they were all thought off 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 on some issues, but uh, some of them were strongly anti-communist, like Scoop Jackson of Washington, and and others. Uh, even Jack Kennedy uh, was um, was straight on on some issues, and uh, but uh, as the years have passed, both both Democrat and Republican Party uh, has. Uh, Move to the move to the left, mm-hmm. and I think it's been a major tragedy. And, and to think that we we we're twenty five trillion dollars in debt is absolutely abhorrent. Yeah. And if you if you'd have told me that even ten years ago, I said no, that'll never happen. We're not that stupid. Well, here we are today, baby. Yeah. And it's amazing. That... Yeah, definitely interesting times for sure. Um, yes. Let's see. Do you remember when you were running your political campaign if you had a particular strategy at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
you know, we that's the way I was able to win. Uh, we we had uh, well, we started in January meeting, and I had the preachers and school teachers, Christian school teachers, uh, real sharp uh, students, and we would meet uh, at preparatory uh, to the primary in May. And so we started writing letters uh, that'd be mailed, you know, just a few days before the, the primary. And uh, that's in January. And uh, in doing what we call walking cards, I, I had all the Republicans, I didn't want to waste time with the Democrats in, in the, the, the primary. So they, uh, my people provided me a, a list of, in all the precincts, uh, all the Republicans and their addresses, phone numbers, and all. Mm-hmm. And so I could call them. Uh, and uh, of course, I, I didn't. I didn't call them that early. But uh, I started walking. And my campaign manager and I started walking uh, the district in uh, March. I remember it was still snowing. Yeah. And uh, and that uh, knocking on the doors. Of course, we had. He usually voted right. He would vote, you know, for 
our calls. Mm-hmm. But to the point was, we we did we wanted somebody there all the time that, that knew what the issues were and could see the problem long before uh, uh, the bill made progress down toward passage. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was your first election day like? And how did you feel? Uh, amazed. Uh, I expected to win, but uh, yeah, it, it was, it, you mean in, in that respect, when I was elected? The, yeah. The first, yeah. 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 You, know, you may find this interesting. I'll tell you what happened the night of, of the uh, of the primary. Okay. Uh, we were all meeting at the. Uh, and it may still be common, I don't know, at the uh, Daily Journal and the newspaper in Franklin. And uh, they had the big board up of all the races in the, in the, uh, the district. And uh, uh, all the candidates were there and uh, some of their hangers-on and helpers and, and uh, reporters. And so it, all night, went back and forth between Boys and Mullendore. And... Uh, uh, I mean, it was back and forth constantly. And then it was down close, real, getting real late. And uh, 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 Jack came over to me. And he, he pulled ahead of me. And uh, I, was, I was sitting there at the, at the big board watching as they changed the numbers. And uh, my campaign manager was with me. And... Uh, and my other maid worker was also my next door neighbor. The three of us were there, and Jack came up to me and, and said, Don, congratulations, you, you did a good job. He said, I thought, I thought for a while that you were going to win. He said, really, you just you came out of nowhere, and, and he said, I, wow, I, I, you, you did a good job. And I, I said, Jack, what are you talking about? He said, well, you, you know, you, you almost beat me. I said, Jack... It's not over yet. He said, what are you talking about? I said, the, the, the votes from uh, from Morgan County aren't in yet. And he had overlooked Morgan County. Uh-oh. And, and, uh, and sure enough, within 15 or 20 minutes, the votes were late to me for Morgan County for some reason. And, and uh, I pulled ahead by him with 87 votes. Wow. But that, that was really interesting. Yeah. And... Uh, so I, I started getting ready for the session coming up, and uh, yeah, it's quite experience, and it 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 uh, uh, it, it, uh, it changed my life, and and I think because of that, I, I even looked up uh, I looked at other things through a political lens, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and I don't. Uh, I don't see politics as the answer, but it's it's one of the answers that it's part of American life, and and I think that uh, one major failure is that Christians not getting involved. And I, I was told that I was the first Christian elected to the office like this in the state. Mm. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but of course, been many since then, and some elected to Congress. But uh, uh, I, I believe Christians are to be involved in every aspect of life. And, uh, again, whatever the political party. And, the, and there will be some Christians who, who would not be as militant as I or would not be as uh, feel as strongly about uh, taxes or 
gun control or whatever. Uh, and, and I have no problem with that. I just think they're wrong. And uh, hey, let's sit down and talk about it and uh, see if we can convince each other of our position. Yeah. Uh, but I find that there's not a lot of that going on now. Uh, if we disagree, we, we kept the person off and, and uh, it must be a radical and whatever. And uh, uh, but I, that, that's, a, that's one of the most distressing things that's happened uh, since my days there is, is the, the unwillingness to, to sit down and, and, and really talk about the issue and, and present our side. See, I think if I'm, if I'm, if I, I want to be truthful. I want, I want to have the right position on every issue. Now, I'm not a fool. I know that I'm probably wrong on some issue. I have no idea what it is. If I knew, I, I would correct it. Yeah. But I, I think every position I take, whatever it is, I think it's the right position, the consistent position, the Christian position, the, the practical position that everybody ought to take. But I'm not going to fuss and fight with those who don't agree with me. I've just proved that I've not been successful enough to, to, to prove my position to them. Right. It's not their fault. It's my fault, maybe. Uh, but uh, this is uh, this is a major failure today, in my opinion. I'm willing to suit. And of course, many reasons many people don't want to talk and discuss and debate is because they they they're, uh, they don't have any confidence in their position. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, a person who who believes something strongly should be willing to discuss it and admit he's got a, a, a weak position, uh, a certain area of it. Admit it and move on in the discussion or to another discussion. Sure. But uh, that's we're we're seeing unbelievable uh, rancor, uh, incivility, uh, unkindness. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I've been told how can you believe in the death penalty, and you believe you believe that that uh, that sodomy is wrong and homosexuals should not have the right to do this or that or whatever. Uh, that's, not, that's not love. I maintain it is love. Uh, uh, this, this is a big argument that's made against Christians uh, in politics. It has been for many years. Uh, but I believe that uh, you're not showing love if you don't, if you don't uh, tell the truth to people, uh, whatever the issue happens to be. But uh, uh, we're living in interesting days, I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, it's exciting days to be an American. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, it seems like every day there's a lot of big news-worthy items. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of nonstop right now in terms of, you know, eye-catching things thrown out there in the news. So um, probably one of the most interesting political times and, yeah, in, in recent memory at least, so. Yeah, sure is. Um, see, what were you thinking as you walked into the state house your first day in office? Um, uh, I think um, I was odd, mm-hmm. um, and, and I felt a sense of a real responsibility that people in the district had put confidence in me, uh, and I, I was so. I wanted to be fair. I, I knew it would satisfy everybody, that's for sure. But that's why I tried, uh, in my literature, I made it clear what I said on the various issues. Uh, there was, it was no surprise. Nobody was saying, well, I didn't know he'd take that position. But I made it clear the position I took. Uh, but I, I, uh, 
I was I was sensitive in uh, in, in wanting to stay informed uh, and do the right thing and and, 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 and simply be faithful. Yeah. As a Republican representative, and uh, I represented everybody, Democrats and Republicans. And uh, so I think I was, uh, maybe I was overwhelmed a little bit at the responsibility. I really took it seriously, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, what were your expectations for the legislative process, and was it more or less complicated than you expected? Uh, yeah, it was uh, more complicated. I... Uh, I, my naivete kicked in. I think I, I, uh, I didn't expect. Uh, I, I guess I, I expected didn't expect so much politics in the politics. Ah, okay. And and uh, even among the Republican Party. And you see, at, at, at my time, there, they there were forty nine Democrats and fifty one Republicans. Well, they had to have my vote to do anything. Yeah. Uh, somebody absent or whatever. To start the day, they had to have my vote, and so that uh, and I told my very first day, uh, initial day, uh, I, and also I, I didn't feel I, this was I was a novice as far as politics was concerned, but I, I, I didn't feel that I was. Uh, in other words, you're supposed to you're supposed to sit back for a year or two and you know take it easy and, and not. I, 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 I didn't feel that at all. I felt a need to, uh, I, I knew what I believed and I was going to start off the day one. Yeah. But I, I wasn't arrogant. I knew, I, I, but I, I, I expected, uh, I guess I expected, uh, well, I expected honesty. And uh, uh, too often uh, they, they play games to what Republican style. Um, you, if you if you didn't if you didn't uh, tell the line, uh, you would uh, you might not your bill might not get assigned to committee or the right committee. Yeah. And, well, let me give you a good example. Uh, bill came up, uh, or pardon me, resolution was introduced by a Democrat from Gary, and uh, this this has been in seventy six. Anyway, 
I'm not going to memorialize a man black or white, or if he, even though he's oh, a Howard figure. Um, and they said, uh, well, people say, I, of course, and these, these always just simply a matter of form and formality. Mm-hmm. And that was published, and I yelled, no! And every eye in the house turned to me. And uh, after the after the no uh, vote, after the, the vote, uh, a reporter from AP said, Representative Boyce, why in the world did you vote no against Martin Luther King? Now, he, and there wasn't a national holiday yet. Right, okay. And, and finally, uh, Reagan was plunging into that a little later. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> I said, you wouldn't understand. It's too involved. Uh, Some so of my conservative friends were aware. They were uh, informed. They knew about uh, uh, his opposition to the Vietnam War while men were dying and, and, and Patty's, Rice Patty's there. And he, he came out and supported the Viet Cong and accused Americans of uh, poison, poisoning the, the uh, wells and, and all that. And, and so we were aware of what was going on. And uh, while there was some good accomplished, there was still a lot of harm. And, and I was not going to play the part of the hypocrite. And so some of my conservative friends admitted they should have voted. But, but they said, well, and, and I told them, I said, I started to make it up. Interesting. Um, 
Now, how did you learn the ins and outs of state politics? Did you have any particular mentors or something that helped guide you through the process? Or Yes, I had a friend who was uh, uh, assistant attorney general and very conservative, very well informed. And, uh, and so he, he gave me some guidance, and of course right there, in the in the same house at the same time, the same place, uh, made it a lot easier. And uh, and he was a Christian friend, very very important, as I said. Uh, and I would say that uh, the strategy, uh, everything, uh, uh, he should get all the credit for that. I think because mm-hmm. I, I I had you know I had no background as far as uh, the, the practical day to day activities, what to do and what not to do and all that. So it was, it was a big help. Yeah, okay. Um, what were the interactions like with your constituents? I had, uh, well, Democrats, not a lot. I, there were a couple of Democrats that I felt were highly um, principled wrong, I thought. Mm-hmm. No, 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 there was one, there was uh, 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 one Democrat, uh, I forget where he's from, I remember, I can even see his face now, my mind, uh, and, and he was as conservative and straight as anybody else there, even me, uh, although he wasn't really informed about, uh, about the Christian issues and the uh, Christian education, but uh, he was a good guy. Another one from Terre Haute. And we did we disagreed on most of the issues, but but again he, he was I think highly principled. But I didn't have much to do with uh, with him. Uh, and, and some of the Republicans uh, were um, very conservative. Uh, I think they thought maybe I was a little too uh, uh, rabid about Christian education okay. and the state keeping their hands off our schools. But that's why I got elected. And I, I, I told everybody that's, that's, I had, you know, I, I had strong feelings about the uh, ERA and death penalty and so on, et cetera. But uh, I was concerned about it involved thousands of, uh, of, uh, of students and hundreds of, of schools. And uh, so that, that was my main interest. Uh, but uh, I found that the, the uh, conservatives there uh, were very decent people, as far as I know, very decent and uh, honest, uh, hardworking. Uh, I, I didn't have any problems with them. Uh, okay. Uh, but they, they were also helpful to me. Some of them had been in office for a few years, and, and we, they had kind of a cluster who sat uh, pretty much together. And uh, so we were, uh, I, made a, I made a mistake immediately when I, when I got elected and I had uh, a, a representative sitting behind me. He said, Don, would you support my bill, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I, well, I, what will what, what I do? And he told me, I have no idea what it is now. But he said, uh, it'll do this, this, and this. And I said, well, yeah, yeah, that sounds reasonable. And... Uh, and then uh, I agreed to be a co-sponsor, and um, and then at a news conference, 
or maybe four or five days after that, uh, a reporter asked me about that bill, and I was dumb as a post. Mm. I had no idea. And I just knew at the time that I, I agreed with it, and I couldn't speak to any issue, couldn't answer any question. It made me feel like a fool. Mm. And, and, I did, and I said, that's never going to happen again. Right, right. But that's, that's one of the biggest balance. Yeah. Uh, but I, I learned, and again, it's a wonder if it makes these more mistakes than that. Sure. Uh, do you remember what the first bill was that you sponsored? No, no, I sure don't. Okay. Uh, uh, what about the regular interaction uh, amongst different members of the General Assembly? What was that like? Um, didn't have a lot. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I'm... Uh, uh, being an outspoken Christian, I I didn't go to any of the, the you know the wild events that went on or whatever right. some of the things that happened. And um, I, I you know we went to the governor's mansion a few times and uh, my wife and I and their their wives and and uh, and then some some uh, events like that uh, had the interaction, but then. Never, I don't think there's any social interaction. And then that last time, I came a good friend of the day, uh, Burton, and Dan went on to Congress mm-hmm. and, and was uh, outspoken and very conservative, did a great job there. And, uh, but, uh, uh, but didn't have really any, any interaction with the, the members. Okay. Again, I was busy running the Christian school right. and, and helped getting other schools started around the country. So I was still jumping on a plane the first couple of days, days going to Tucson and other places. And so I, I, I just had too much going on. Because sure. most of the guys, you know, they were from out of state or out of, the, out of the area. And so they were there full time in Indianapolis at a, at a hotel. And uh, and they had a leave of absence from their law practice or medical practice or whatever. And, uh, and I'm still running the school, and so I had things going on. I, I didn't, I didn't have time to, to do any socializing if I wanted to. Right. Yeah. Uh, what about the interactions between Democrats and Republicans? What was the relationship like? Uh, ask that again. Uh, what was the relationship like in the General Assembly between Republicans and Democrats? Uh, I'm not sure that I'm competent to answer that. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I didn't see. Uh, I, I think there's a. I think both in the in the nation and in each state, there is a deep state in a sense. Okay. Uh, and and. and uh, and the people who are pro-abortion and, and pro-homosexual rights, et cetera, whether Democrat or Republican, uh, they seem seem part of it. Got along and and did some uh, some uh, hobnobbing, uh, but uh, I don't think I can really answer that rule. Clearly. Okay, uh, that's fine. Um, 
did you see any differences between the House and Senate and, and how people behaved? Or No, I, 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 um, I can't say that I can say any difference at all. Uh, uh, I didn't know, uh, this, of course, the senators as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, of course, they were, they were in control at the time. Uh, the Democrats were in control of the Senate and the Republicans in control of, of the House. Uh, but uh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't see, I can't, no, I, I, don't, I can't say anything about that. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the process when it came to generating a bill? strategies to get support for any bills you sponsored? Yes. I, uh, I would love to have the internet in those days. Yeah. Again, I was an officer in the Indiana Association of Christian Schools. Yeah. So I, I used them heavily. And, of course, I, I knew probably about a huge number of pastors in the state. And... Um, uh, so when, when issue arose, I got on the phone to all of them and, uh, and then asked them to contact others that I didn't know and uh, some on the periphery because it's not just Baptist, but that's, that's basically the ones I knew, but there are still, you know, others, Methodist or, uh, Christian Missionary Alliance and other, other groups that might have be as concerned as we are. Yeah. And that I wouldn't know them, but I asked these pastors and, and, and Christian school administrators to, hey, get in touch with, with your list, the people you know in, in your county, or, or your, yeah, your county, your area, uh, and, and we need to have letters to the, to the governor about this. And, uh, and that's why, you know, the governor, I, I heard from some of my people often, and uh, he wasn't too pleased about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you have any sense when it came to voting on legislation about how people would vote prior to actually voting? Well, in the caucus, I got a pretty good idea as to what what was going to happen. Uh, um. I don't guess I was really surprised much at that. Uh, okay. Um, now, during your time in the assembly, how influential would you say party leadership was? Um, 
probably too influential. Okay. Uh, I think I think that I think the speaker, uh, the president of the Senate, I, I believe that they had too much authority. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, and uh, and exercises sometimes again uh, ham-fisted and then fairly. Uh, but that, that's I guess that's true always. Uh, should be uh, expecting anything else, I guess. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have to work with the Democrats to get any legislation done or or prevent legislation? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I, I cooperated some with, uh, as far as, uh, you know, I, I was willing to listen to any of their, their pitches about support. Yeah. Uh, Even though I have questions about, but he said, I, I said I want you to know 
And these guys were, again, sitting there laughing and, and, and blowing smoke rings. I said, but you don't have a right. You don't have any more right to uh, blow smoke in the water, in the air I, in the air I breathe, that I have a right to spit in the water you drink. Mm. And I think, I think you're, you're wrong if you think that's right. Anyway, but I, I, I'm going to vote for this bill. Anyway, the, the guys got angry. They didn't, they didn't like that analogy, that comparison at all. Yeah. Um, but it, I believe, uh, I believe it's probably the only vote that I would change. I would, I would, I would not uh, vote that way again. I would say, well, I don't like that. I, I, I don't think that the government has. Because the government, they give it more and more power, whether it's state or federal government, and they just keep taking more and more power. And uh, and there's too much authority over private business anyway, in my opinion. So anyway, that's that's probably the, the only uh, vote I think was what I did was wrong. Sure, okay. Uh, other, other people would disagree probably, I'm sure. Um, see, what do you think the public doesn't know about how the Indiana General Assembly operates? Well, uh, there would be, first of all, when you talk about the general public, yeah. the general public is really down as dirt. They don't know what's going on. You know, a lot of the, they, they sit around and watch television and, and don't, don't read, most of them never read a book and don't really think for themselves. And uh, so most of them don't know. It's, it's not an issue. Uh, so they, they don't know that much. I hate to say that, but I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have much confidence in the average American. Uh, uh, but they, I, I don't. I, I don't think they think that much about it. They do. They go about to do their thing, and uh, those they watch television and, and uh, you know six pack. Uh, uh, they don't know. They don't think that much about it. Okay. So very few. Very few. Very few. I think. Uh, ever considered nationally or statewide yeah. what's going on. Uh, did your legislative service affect your family life much? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, again, um, I had, uh, I, I got a lot of hate mail. Okay. And, um,
nothing affected their life at all. Okay, sure. And when you're you're just you mentioned the equal rights amendment a few times. Can you describe what exactly was going on at the time? I know you sponsored some legislation about it. And so, what was the situation yeah. exactly? Well, it was really a, a hotbed. The, the equal rights amendment had passed. Uh, I don't remember the numbers now, but yeah. uh, but uh, if you didn't had to live through it, you, you couldn't understand. But all across America, the, the battle was going on each state, and some states rejected, some states uh, accepted it, made it legal. They had to have X number in order to uh, for it to become law. <coughs> Pardon me, to the Constitution, and. Um, and we were down, and Indiana was uh, the key state now, and uh, we had uh, uh, the, the, the debates on, uh, in fact, the the committee hearing, usually, you know, the, the hearing rooms are, you know, maybe seat, uh, I don't know, 75 people. Uh, and uh, instead, we had this in the Coliseum. We had thousands of people there. And, uh, and of course, I had, I had made a pitch that, uh, uh, well, I, I, of course, I'm, I'm for equal rights. And I'm, I said, I have a wife. Uh, it's a woman. I have uh, three beautiful daughters. And, uh, of course, I want the best for them. But uh, I gave the reason why I thought that, uh, that it was uh, bad for bad legislation. And, uh, and, we, we, and we beat it. Uh, uh, I had uh, I, I was the main spokesman, I guess, uh, in the House, and uh, I forgot. There's a female senator in the senator, and uh, opposed it. But uh, it was a it was a national. In fact, it's interesting that uh, that uh, after that vote, after that, uh, uh, it, was, it was all over the vote issue. Uh, uh, Hustler. Uh, the magazine, the pornographic magazine, uh, did an article about me, hmm. and uh, I, 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 somebody told me about it. Uh, I'd never seen Hustler magazine, and uh, I don't even remember what they said now. But anyway, they they attacked me because of that uh, being anti-woman. Hmm. Okay. Now, it also looked like there were some debates going on about uh, some of the the required busing legislation. Do you remember anything about that? Yeah. Um, well, not as far as black and white mm-hmm. uh, races. Uh, there, was, there, was, uh, there were a number of, of uh, bills that were introduced that dealt with uh, buses and, uh, and sometimes uh, uh, how many can be on a bus, and, and uh, uh, the, the Christian schools and the private schools. Uh, they, they, I remember one came up in a committee, and that if they, the, the state and federal government would, would pay a huge amount of money for the, for the Christian and private schools if they did this and so. And I, I don't remember all the details. I just knew that, you know, if you take the... Uh, if you take the, the government's nickel, you also, also have to take their noose, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and the, and there's no rule. It should not be that uh, an atheist should be taxed to support a Christian school or whatever, and uh, and neither should the Baptists have to pay for a 
a Roman Catholic school or a Jewish school. So I didn't believe in any of, any of that. So uh, I, I, and again, all of the members of, of the committee knew that, that we, I, and I told them, I said, we will not permit it. You can pass this bill saying that, that uh, all Christian schools and all private schools have to have uh, this training uh, uh, in order to, to operate in this state. I said, we won't have it. And I said, right, right now, I require... I require higher standards than, than the state does. So I require our school, our school bus drivers uh, to practice so many hours and, uh, and do so much on, on the school parking lot. You know, and I, and I said, uh, my, and then we have to have, to have uh, another driver with them for X number of days. I said, we have higher standards than you do, and the federal government has. So we will not permit uh, the any federal or state money to go to, our, to us, or no, will we accept any of the regulations? And so I tabled it. I made motion to table. And they did, the the guys knew that it was going to be a, a major battle. We weren't going to we were not going uh, we to comply with it. And uh, so there were a number of cases like that, and, and other bills having to do with buses. But I I don't remember what they were now. Yeah. Okay. Um. What would you say was the most controversial legislative issue during your time in the assembly? Uh, probably, um, well, both the Equal Rights Amendment, ERA, and, and the sodomy bill. Okay. Uh, uh, and they, they, they generated more hatred and, and death threats and negative phone calls and uh, bad mail and all, I guess, those two issues. Right, okay. Um, what, legislation, what legislation would you say was the most complicated that you worked on? Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 I can't think of anything in that respect as far as complications. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, That's fine. I have any way to judge that. Yeah. Uh, what about your uh, proudest moment as a legislator? The what? Well, what was your proudest moment as a legislator? Well, uh, I don't know. I had never thought of it in that, in that, in that respect. Okay. Um, uh, no, I, I, can't, I can't think of anything that would be... Uh, I, I, can't, I can't respond to that. Okay, no worries. Um, what would you say was the biggest hurdle you had to overcome during your time in office? I would say mainly, I guess, just getting time to get everything done. Okay. I got to, I, again, when I, when I had that, that uh, fiasco and that reporter asked me about that bill, yeah. Uh, I, I determined I was going to stay on top of everything 
and and know what was going on. And so it was, it was just a matter of constant battle. And, and again, with the other responsibilities I had, uh, um, so I don't know. Uh, okay, that's fine. Um, what, in your opinion, is the most important work of the Indiana General Assembly? Well, let me tell you that I think, and this would be true nationally as well, that uh, almost everybody goes to, goes to Indianapolis or goes to Washington. The idea of any bills passed. Yeah. I went there. I went there with a with a mindset that I want to get some bills defeated. Okay. So uh, I, I normally voted no, and uh, I, I think we have far too much legislation, hmm. and uh, and and it, it's not a matter of having your name on a bill. It's a matter of simply I, when I I. I, I, I had certain criteria. Uh, I let people know that I've been mostly voting no. Yeah. I made that clear. And then I said, when a bill came up before me, I asked, is this bill constitutional? Number two, is it biblical? Number yeah. three, can we afford it? Do we need it? And uh, do we need it now? Ask about five or six questions, and uh, and how will this bill, if it becomes law, how will it impact the family? So I asked those six, seven questions, and so that's why most of the times I voted no. And I think that would uh, we'd be much better off all across the country if if that were something similar to that, with the mindset of each legislator. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um. So, let's see, why did you end up leaving the Indiana General Assembly? Well, and the voters decided that. Yeah, okay. I, uh, I in my re-election bid, uh, I pulled at me ahead, and uh, uh, I did everything I did the first time, part of the, the knocking on doors, the hard work. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did exactly the same way, uh, but uh, came down to about four or five days before the primary, and uh, the Indianapolis 500-mile race officials. It was almost time for the the race, and uh, I remember my opponent uh, on the airport, and mm. uh, he and his brother was the pilot. And he brought five officials from uh, Atlanta to Indianapolis for the 500-mile race, crashed the plane at Shelbyville, killing everybody. Wow. And uh, so for the, next, for the next three or four days, it was constant. So many people died, and they were the top officials. And uh, the former legislator's brother uh, and all, and his name was in the paper, uh, you know, and on TV and radio all the time for the next few days. 
And uh, so I lost about five or six, 600 votes or so. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been targeted by the uh, Teachers Association and by the uh, Trial Lawyers Association. Those two groups went after me because of my positions. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I had uh, some of my people were told by some of the uh, Democrats in, in Franklin, they said, hey, uh, the, the sympathy vote alone. And so that was, was enough to defeat Don. So anyway, uh, I was disappointed for maybe 30 minutes. Uh, and I would have been disappointed had I taken it for granted that I was going to win and, and, and trusted in the, in the polls because the polls had me ahead. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, I lost. And uh, okay. no, no big deal. No big deal at all. How would you summarize your time as a state legislator? Uh, uh, turbulent. Turbulent. Yeah. Uh, interest, interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, a learning experience. Uh, I, I, uh, I've, I've, had, I've had some people thought that uh, I had uh, uh, that I had. Uh, uh, Turn my back on the ministry and, and Christian education to become a politician. In fact, I had a couple uh, uh, ladies to say that, that they were glad to see me get back in. I said, maybe you don't understand. I never left. Hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, it, it, it just gave me, a, I think, a different perspective in life and perspective on politics and all. Um, so yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I don't think it was... a a waste of time, that's for sure, at all. Sure. Because it, 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 did, it did totally color the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. Um, what Do you have a favorite story or anecdote from your time as legislator? Uh, one, one doesn't come to mind right now. Uh, the... the thing that sent out that, that, that smoking bill mm-hmm. uh, it was so uh, so unusual and then the Martin Luther King thing uh, uh, well that, that meant nothing at all it it, uh, it, uh, it stood out um, no I don't think so. no I don't think so okay um what lessons, if any, did you learn from your experiences? Uh, well, uh, uh, be informed before you open your mouth. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most important things. That, 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 that is a bad experience at that first news conference. Um, I think it. it uh, I think it, it. It gave me a. I realized that there there's some good people that don't agree with me on everything, uh, and I, I think I, I I knew that of course thinking, but still I think it made an impression upon me, a, a deeper impression, that uh, that people who look at the same issue. And, and we come at things from, from with everything in our past, all the baggage and the good stuff and bad stuff, and, 
and our, our family, our education, and uh, other experiences we've had as we come to a decision on various issues. And so I think that, that, was, that was good for me and made me, a, I think, a better person, a more well-rounded person. Okay. Do you have any regrets at all as a legislator? Absolutely none. Okay. Absolutely none. And in fact, I've, 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 uh, I've just finished my memoirs. Oh, wow. Uh, reflection, uh, life, reflection, re, see, reflections of a Lifetime Fundamentalist. Mm. No, res- no, re- no reserves, no retreats, no regrets. Wow, okay. And uh, so uh, I, it, it's, again, it's down and be published uh, sometime later this year. Interesting. But, um, uh, and I go through all the battles. You know, I've been in all kinds of debates at right. universities and, uh, and uh, in Washington and and then testifying at uh, different legis- uh, legislation sessions and uh, a lot of debates at, at uh, some of the different state universities. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what advice would you give to future legislators or even current legislators? few questions here. Um, how has the state of Indiana changed over the course of your lifetime? Well, um, I haven't been there 30 years. I mean, of course, I've been there many times, but I, yeah. um, I moved from that 30 years ago when my wife died and I got married again. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, I guess the, what I've noticed, uh, and I started noticing years years ago, is that uh, there's, there's been a uh, there's a, a major shift in conservative. At least the Indianapolis Star and the News used to be great, great, great conservative papers. Okay. They're not that now. Like the like the Chattanooga, Chattanooga Free Press used to be probably the most conservative and Christian, even though it's public. Uh, at, at Easter, Chattanooga. Free Press had a big headline, He Is Risen. I mean, that's in a secular paper, major mm-hmm. newspaper. Right. Uh, but that's, that's not true anymore. And the same way in, in, in Indianapolis, the star of the news, uh, I mean, you've asked me this, this has nothing to do with the legislature, but I, I'm just saying that this is what I, uh, the biggest uh, change that I've noticed yeah. uh, in, in uh, the shift. In fact, it's harder for people who weren't alive then to to realize how conservative they were. Uh, but uh, that, again, that's, that's the way of life. That's the way it's always happened. Uh, there's always a downward trend. Uh, maybe you call a second law of thermodynamics, but, uh, but uh, uh, it, 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 it happens. And uh, all conservative schools are, are eventually liberal. Mm-hmm. Truth, churches, it, it, it's all a downward trend. This is truth after the centuries. And uh, so uh, anyway, uh, but Indiana is still a great state, and, and 
he produced a, a great vice president and uh, uh, still, I still have grown my grandchildren there and, and oh, okay. still a great state. Okay. Still a great state. Um, do you have any thoughts at all on how perhaps the General Assembly has changed or... No, not really. I, I, again, I haven't had any, yeah. any contact, so I have any reasons to know that. No, I don't know that. Okay. Um, what about uh, about politics in the state? Any impressions about sort of the changing political landscape of Indiana? or? Uh, no, not really. Um, Okay. I, I don't think so. Uh, uh, and there's still some good conservatives there, and, and uh, so I, I don't. I, I don't know. You know the nitty gritty. Right. Uh, right. Everyday activities, and so I can't, can't speak to that. Sure. Um, what if any enduring qualities do Hoosiers still have or hold dear, or at least? Uh, what impression did, give, did Hoosiers give to you when you were living in Indiana and, and visiting it later on? Uh, I guess uh, there's a tendency for Hoosiers to be uh, maybe more independent. Okay. Uh, and I like people who, are, who think for themselves and... Uh, and I guess the, the, the liberals in D.C. talk about, uh, you know, laughingly call us call it in, in, in Ohio, Indiana, and all of the... Uh, the normal people there. Um, and uh, I still have great respect for, for Hoosiers. Okay. Um. Let's see, last question here. Uh, what do you want Hoosiers to know about their role in relation to the function of the Indiana General Assembly? Well, frankly, they don't have much of a role at all. Okay. Things have changed. But uh, again, uh, this, this is a condemnation of, uh, and a criticism of uh, the average person. Uh, yeah. But most people simply are. Uh, Lazy, uh, busy, uh, unmotivated, and they don't know what's going on. Uh, and, uh, and I think that's, that this is true, actually, of course. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, but I, I, I have uh, only positive uh, uh, remembrances of uh, our time there. And I, uh, I, I mean, as I say, I even respect some of the, some of the Democrats that I, I disagree more violently. I still... I still respect some other. Yeah. Do you think there's anything that sort of citizens, either in the state of Indiana or nationally, can do to increase sort of their influence in politics? Uh, I guess uh, more people, a variety of people, need to get involved. I think there are far too many lawyers. Far too many lawyers. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that. Uh, Georgia would even permit uh, uh, a lawyer in in, uh, in the early days of the colony. Uh, you couldn't even be here if you were a lawyer. Uh, 
Well, I mean, that's that's all the questions I have. Is there anything that I didn't cover or didn't ask about? No, uh, I want you to know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this. I think it's a, it's a great uh, uh, endeavor, and I, I wish you the best. Uh, I'm glad to, spend a, glad to spend this hour or two with you. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This is uh, really helpful and be useful for the project. Real great. All right, perfect. Thank you so okay. much. Uh, bye now. All right, bye-bye.